Brooklyn. 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 Yo, Brooklyn. It's your boys. Pod Nam and Pod Drew reporting to you somewhat live on a on a night where it's young. And we're about to, you know, have some fun. Damn, I'm uh, spitting some bars right now. Yes, R.I.P. Prodigy. Doing that in his honor. Yeah, of course. Wait, Prodigy See? died? Yeah, you didn't hear about y'all. Sorry <laughs> to break the news to you. Wait, no. Mob Deep? Prodigy died? Yeah, he died this morning, I think. Oh, About time to stamp our podcast here. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Uh, it's not so happy Tuesday for me right now. It's a quiet. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's a quiet storm over here right I'm now. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to break it to you off right off jump here. I thought we were just doing the intro. Your intro was even a little different. You didn't say hello, Brooklyn, like normal. I don't know well, I mean, on. you know, this is a bite, so I, I guess I didn't yeah. wasn't upfront about that. I, I saved the hello, Brooklyns, for a hundredth episode that will never be recorded. Uh, yeah, we've been <laughs> saving that for a long time. We're only doing bites these days, NBA style. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I'm sure after uh, the draft, we'll have a lot to cover. So um, that's right. Wow. Draft is a uh, two two days away. Is that correct? Yeah. Damn, prodigy. I don't know how I'm gonna get. Drew, you might just have to take the lead oh, on this. Sorry, now. man. <laughs> Sun is shook for real. It's like just like the song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he kept. I mean, he did keep it thorough. I mean, he. He did his thing on that one solo album. Then they tried, uh, well, hooking up with Fifty Cent and G Unit. They didn't really work out. Mm. Uh, so I guess, I guess he accomplished a lot. Nah. Uh, do you know how he went out? I know he died young. I mean, I'm not. Sh- I I probably should have looked into that to well, get I'd... the whole full story. But let me see here. Um, he well, died anyway, in what are Vegas. We... <laughs> yeah, dies at 42. Um, oh, passed away in the morning, found unconscious. So uh, yeah, I knew it was this morning, but uh, I don't know, damn, have, oh, it says he had sickle cell anemia, so it's probably complications from that. Yeah, yeah. That'll well, kill you, man. Uh, much love to um, uh, Queensbridge right now. Uh, you're up in Queens right now, Padre. You in you in the studio. That's right. I'm in Casterly Pod at the moment. That's true. You're over in Studio A in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, yes. Uh, and speaking of Brooklyn, I mean, uh, everyone's favorite net has always been Brooklyn Lopez, but hmm. I think that is going to have to change by nature of uh, his team at this point. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you uh, you said it. Uh, that is what is happening. <laughs> Uh, with the I didn't Nets. break this news to you as well, right? Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, why don't you clarify this for me too as well? <laughs> Did Jeremy Lin get traded or? <laughs> Not Jeremy Lin. You know I'm talking Brooke Lynn Lopez. Ugh. But you guys got some, uh, I mean, you got some good like some good young talent and some God, some old we, God. Or, wait, know, we got four on God our team? Coming back. Not four. But uh, you've got the Moz God coming in with it, that, that contract. The Moz God is coming back to New York where he dominated as a Nick uh, for, right. for a little bit. Um, yeah. Who else uh, has been a Nick and uh, and that both of recent it, years? Uh, Bargnani. Right, right. Uh, Jason Kidd. 
Coach wise, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. Maybe I don't know. Was Justin Hamilton in there? I don't know. I don't know. It's getting low at that point, though. But, but um, yeah. So, ha- but re- really, though, obviously, um, D'Angelo Russell, the big, the crown jewel of this one, right? The the, the hot young talent that the mm-hmm. Lakers were apparently willing to part with. Yep. So, uh, what do you think about the whole trade over there? Well, uh, you know, I was I was sad uh, to see the Wookiee monster go. Um, you know, like I have this picture in Studio A of the Nets versus Raptors uh, opening tip, and every single member on the team on the Nets: Humphreys, Joe Johnson, Gerald Wallace, uh, Darren Williams, and yeah. So those those four players are in that picture. While Brooke Lopez is going for the tip against uh, uh, JV Jonas uh, Valachunas, uh, and he's the last person that I was like, at least we got Brooke. Still, (laughs) last man standing. (laughs) Yeah, you got to update that art, that uh, wall artwork there now at this point. Yeah, man, Uh, I'm sad about that, but you know, I've convinced myself to really love this trade um, for several reasons. Mainly, uh, the fact that we have a a, a pick, a young player that is hasn't even touched the like the ceiling of what he's at. He's only twenty one. Uh, right. he, he's from year. Well, I mean, he was born in Louisville, Kentucky, from from my, my wife's hometown, but also played in Ohio State. Uh, so, and you know who else was born born in Louisville? Uh, no, tell me, please. The greatest athlete of all time. Muhammad Ali. I forgot. I don't think he has a middle name. Maybe he does. I don't know. Well, I mean, that was a name he chose for himself, so I don't think they those names come with middle names, right? No. It's your, no your Muslim names that you convert well, to. Yeah, Muhammad is usually tra- traditionally uh, the name of your first son, no matter what. So uh, my parents messed up on my brother's name, apparently. So Yeah, they really messed up because his name doesn't even sound anything close to Muhammad. No, honestly. no, it does not. So... So he's so back to D. Russ. Uh, D. Russ went to Ohio it, State, like you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about him, man. Uh, he he's six five. He po- plays in the post. I watched a lot of clips of what he did. The, the actually the, the highlight reel they panned to the Nets <laughs> Lakers game the most of him shredding our Nets. But now he's part of the team, so I'm pretty pumped. And we got Moscow. <laughs> Serviceable center. Did, did his highlight reel include when he was caught snitching, though, or when he actively did? No, no, it did not include. I mean, they should have. They should have put that in there. And I saw something on Twitter. Uh, who, who, who would know that Nick Young would outlast D'Angelo Russell in L.A.? So, so yeah. Um, what are your feelings on it, man? What's your? Uh, you, I mean, you I, I think it's a good trade for the Nets. Uh, it looks like Marks is doing a good job so far. He seems to be a little sharper than uh, some of the, the former Nets GMs. Um, I think this is a good trade on paper, at least, certainly. Good to get that young talent in there. Are you blowing up with some news over there? Uh, you know, some, some of your sources calling in with hot news? No, I'm still looking at this uh, Prodigy thing, man. I'm not, <laughs> All right, well, I heard some buzzing like a phone was going off. But anyway, yeah, I think it's a good trade. I mean, in the immediate, I don't know if it makes how much it makes you better in next year if, if you're just going straight up like that. Um, I mean, Mazga could be decent. He'll probably get more playing time. But he's obviously not going to put up anywhere near the points that uh, Brooke did, Brooklyn, and if you, you can get that from Russell, I don't know. I mean, so this, 
the scoring and being like the focal point of the offense situation will be different, obviously. It might not result in. I, I mean, there's probably more moves for the Nets to potentially make. I don't know, but um, I, I'm of some draft picks here. Well, did they give up any draft picks in this trade or gain any anything? Well, they gave up their draft pick, the one they swapped with the Celtics um, right. in this trade. So the official trade was D. Russ, Mozgov for Brook, and the 27th pick, I believe. So they have that higher pick, the 20th one from the Wizards from that Bojan trade. Uh, late last season, um, this yeah, right. so that uh, that is good. They didn't have to give up the higher pick of the two, so they got a pick coming yeah. up still. And everyone was saying then, yeah, that the Lakers just wanted to get rid of that onerous uh, Mozgov contract, which they just got themselves into. But you know why they do it in the first place, I don't know. But the Nets are in better position to just take that money on for now when they're you know rebuilding, obviously. Yeah, it's um, not it's not too bad. I mean, it, it's he's the highest played paid player on the team uh, Jeremy Lin is I think 12 million he's 16 million but the cap is going up right so like right. Uh, every year it's going to increase by I, I saw it's like 9 million 8 million so they're in good condition uh, they still have that dead money and Darren Williams stretched out for the next four years but I mean I'm not too concerned about that you have a solid center the league is going in small ball at least you need one maybe seven footer to do some work uh, the envision of Karis LeVert, D. Russ, uh, RHJ, Rondé Hollis, Je- Jefferson, and Jeremy Lin, I'm really liking that. I'm liking that lineup right there. So That's good lo- young talent, yeah. Now, um, I guess, would they play Russell at the two with Lin running the point, or what do you think they're going to do if they're playing together? It's, it doesn't matter, man. They both are going to play together. One Because they both can be offensively... Uh, I think Jeremy Lin's a little more polished in finding his teammates, but because, uh, but they're both like six five or six. I think Jeremy Lin's six seven. I think so. Is he that tall? Yeah, I mean I know they're taller for guards, but yeah. So like it's not. It's like people are saying, well, oh, well, D. Russ is going to be like pounded because he's small. He's not like C.J. McCollum. And C.J. McCollum is fucking awesome at six three. And Dar- Damian Leonard, they they're like one of the best backcourts in the NBA. So I'm not too worried about yeah. that. All right, so and and so for the immediate impact of next year, well, do you think there's more deals to be done for the Nets, or this is the pretty much going to be the big one, obviously? But no, I think they they'll definitely be interested in probably buying a a draft pick, whether second round or first round. Um, they have McDaniel's, uh, that guy from Houston. He was a like a, I think he was a lottery pick for the Rockets a couple of years ago. Um, they have Sean Kilpatrick. They have uh, Isaiah Washington. So they have a lot of young talent. Um, I don't know who's going to be on the roster moving forward if you just traded your franchise guy, you know. I know Jeremy Lin will be there. Um, uh, and, yeah, I don't know. So we'll find out. They're going to buy a pick. Free agents available. Okay. Yeah. So what about the Lakers then? For them, how is this shipping up? Uh, all the talk then also is they want to bring Paul George in. That could be getting a done deal. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a big story. They, like you said, they wanted to clear the cap. They did that. Um, with one of the contracts, Lou Aldang's the other one they're trying to get rid of. And as well as they are looking to the summer of 2018, so not this summer, obviously next year, where LeBron will be coming off the books. And the rumor that Mill has been starting is PG and LeBron want to play together, um, but it might be in L.A. and not Cleveland. So... Yeah, well, I don't really know about that. I don't think that seems too likely to me personally. 
whoever knows what the Brian, he can do whatever he wants. I mean, I, he, people are also saying he's upset with the Chris Griffin thing, which, uh, you know, Cavs not retaining him as GM, which is pretty questionable, I agree, but um, people are using that to say he can leave in t- 2018 or whatever. I still think he's going to stay. Like, I don't think he's leaving Cleveland at all, ever, but, you know, we'll see, I guess. Uh, there's talk that Paul George could come to Cleveland, too, but he wants to play in L.A. or whatever. I, so I don't know, but it, but right now it's seeming like Lakers are going to try to to get him for this, you know, this year. Whichever team would trade for him this year, it's only one year before he needs to be resigned. So apparently he wants to play in, in L.A. specifically, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what, LeBron or PG? PG, I'm talking about. Strictly. Yeah, PG. Isn't he? Is he from LA or is that he just? Won? Yeah, he is. But um, yeah. you know, everyone wants to go home uh, unless you're Kevin Durant, I guess. Uh, I you guess, don't want. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to go to DC. I don't think anyone wants to really. Um, uh, I wish you would have. Yeah, I mean, they actually would have been really good too. Hypothetically, John Wall, Bradley mm-hmm. Bill, and Kevin Durant. Um, but anyways. As as the globe spins, uh, I think you're right on one aspect that LeBron can do ev- anything. Um, it all depends on what happens. Well, this you really think year. LeBron's going to leave and go to LA? I just don't want to see why he would. Well, it kind of it kind of started yeah. now with David Griffin. Um, you know, yeah. uh, they well, Dan Gilbert's a shyster, man. I don't know what he is. Like I don't. Yeah, Gilbert's tough to deal with, but. I mean, LeBron essentially is a GM coach. I mean, it's all about LeBron. People come to play with him. So I think Griffin did a good job, and I would have retained him. But at the same time, it's mostly built around LeBron anyway, you know. So if you're going to fire someone from a uh, a team aspect, do you let go of the GM or the coach or, you know, trade one of the players? What, what are the Cavs... You know, What's they, the situation? What do you mean? I mean, Kevin Love is a scapegoat, right? They're saying they should trade him. Uh, David Griffin uh, is the one that, uh, you know, there was rumored whether he's going to get extension or not. Obviously, we know he let he let go. But if you could go back in time, of those three things, would would this be the right move for the Cavs right now, David Griffin? Uh, no, I don't think any. I mean, I don't think it was the right move to let Griff to not resign Griffin. I would have done that. With Kevin Love, I don't know. It's all going to depend on... I, I wouldn't have traded him up to this point. Um, nothing they would have traded for him this year would have got us the championship, unfortunately, I don't think. And now it's being... And for this year, I, w- I want to see... I'd be open to trading him given the right deal, but I don't know if that right deal is really on the table right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jimmy Butler's the other big thing. People are saying he'll go somewhere. Apparently, ju- I just looked... You know, shortly before we jumped on this pod, and he's saying you know, he'd rather stay in um, Chicago than go to Cleveland if they could even trade. I mean, it would need to be some type of three-team deal for him anyway, I think. Uh, obviously, if they could get Jimmy Butler in there and retain Love somehow, mm-hmm. uh, then they'd have a, just an amazing team that could actually really compete with Durant's damn dubs. But I don't think it's going to be possible, really, this year so you, at least. So You think the... Uh the writing on the wall is uh, GSW uh, are just unstoppable, and it's not it's not going to happen anytime soon. Oh wait! Oh, another trade! Breaking news! Uh, What's this? Former, you got breaking news for you? Former Net? Uh, nope, nope, not former Net. Brother of former Net, Miles Plumley, 
Oh uh, yeah, I saw Marco Benicelli. Uh, and 41 picks to Atlanta for Dwight Howard and 31st pick. Wow. Yeah, I saw that just before I jumped on, too. I was going to bring that up when we're done with the the bigger news. But, yeah, Dwight is shipped up to uh, Charlotte there. Uh, Jimmy Butler has been has informed the Cavs that he wants to stay in Chicago rather than That's be traded just saying, yeah, to Cleveland. Right, mm. right so... Um, so stuff is happening. and it's. But, I mean, he could go... I think the Celtics are potentially trying to make a deal for him too. My my inclination though is to say um, he's gonna still be a bull next season for one more season. He's gonna he's so you, Jimmy Butler does he have a player option right? Mm-hmm. I so believe that's the case. I believe that's the case. So he's gonna. Um, and be around. Oh, it's funny. Uh, Dwight Howard just uh, one hour ago. <laughs> fans. Get, give me your thoughts, trades or otherwise, and remember to be nice. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> he didn't know he was going to be a subject of a trade. <laughs> uh, that's good. No, All right, so not. so the Cavs are they're not in turmoil. I believe they'll they'll put it together. I don't know wow. who, but the the one thing that sucks is the fact that there's not really a large market like talent pool wise and free agency. So. What can the really the Cavs have no, to make a trade, and, right? Well, for the Cavs specifically, I guess they do. But I mean, for anyone to have a chance against being Golden State at this point, like they're just so far advanced with what they have, it would need to be something huge. Which there's just nothing really out there. I mean, maybe adding George for a year, maybe adding Butler for a year, could get them more even and give them a better chance. But I don't even know if that's true. I mean, there's just no possibility right now. It's sad, it's sad for me as a Cavs fan to, to think this way, but it looks pretty bleak to to beat this Warriors team if every if everything's you know everyone's healthy everything like that. Um, just with the you know the finals is still pretty raw. It happened a week ago. It ended, but uh, so I'm not in the in the most optimistic mindset because of that. But you know, I mean, what do you think, man? It's like tough to say. Who yeah, Golden State with how unfair of an advantage they seemingly have. So say obviously if they if they get Andre Iguodala back and Sean Livingston back, those are two guys that really, really m- fucked fucked with uh, the whole series when they were in really. Um, yeah, maybe, but I don't think that put the, them over the top to win if they well, lose I mean, either or both. If you think if know. they lose both of them, I think that does make them a little vulnerable, but not too much. I mean, it's it, you're talking about the death lineup minus Iguodala, right? So. I think, I think they got. I think another time the Warriors are damn good. I think this year they got lucky again, uh, and I'm not saying lucky in terms of the finals. I'm saying they ended up playing Utah, uh, so Clippers kind of, you know, fucked themselves over. Blake Griffin got you know injured, so that Clippers team and Warriors team, if they played in the second round, that would have been fine, right? Uh, another thing that happened: uh. Spurs Kawhi Leonard uh, with the whole. Uh, Zaza, dirty ass player who finally gets a ring, uh, you know, putting his foot underneath Kawhi and causing him to miss the rest of the playoffs. So they sweep past them. You know, that wouldn't have happened any other time, I they think. They might have. I, I, could, I mean, they probably would have won game one, held on with Kawhi being healthy. Maybe the Spurs would have got one more win. But, I mean, I don't see this. I don't think the Spurs had any better chance than the Cavs did in the finals against them. If they even had a good of a chance, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying, but I, I don't think anyone really posed a threat to the Warriors this year. In the end, in the end, the Warriors would have won. But 
what I'm saying is they got so much rest. They Kevin Durant got to sit games, you know, like they got so much right. privilege to relax and go to a go to the finals and actually have the visitor come in. So they really didn't have to do much in terms of preparing uh, as like physically uh, for the games as much as like LeBron, Kyrie, and the rest of the team really had to put you know uh, had to drink all the Gatorade they needed or whatever um, to kind of replenish themselves to get recovered. Uh, from a rest standpoint, the, the Warriors didn't have that big of an advantage over Cleveland. I mean, um, there's a difference of a game a couple of days. Yeah, but I, I agree with you uh, fully that it, right now it's the Warriors league and we're just living in it. Um, maybe the Hornets now with Dwight Howard, they're going to change everything up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what, well, let's let's touch on that again briefly. What, yeah. what do you think Atlanta's thinking here? I mean... On paper, it seems like it's not a great deal for them. Bellinelli and the lesser Plumlee is, but is Dwight? Are they trying to rebuild or completely now, or is Dwight just such a kind of a curse that they want to pass that along? I mean, I'm sure he butt some heads. I mean, it's it's got to do personality wise. Always, um, they and it's a salary dump, so meaning they pro- they got rid of Corver, right? They got a pick from right. for it. Um, I think that's the pick they traded the 31st pick yeah um so they're clearing some room for whatever they're doing maybe maybe they're just going to be hitting reset on the whole thing i think Millsap is a free agent this year too right yeah i guess i think he has a player option as well maybe yeah no he is a free agent because i remember the nets uh one article said that oh you know Millsap would be a perfect fit i i think he would be but they have they have the poor man's Millsap and trevor booker so I don't know if uh, they need Paul Millsap. I don't Wilson. know what the, the Hawks are going to do about that if they want to make a big push to resign him or just blow it off. Yeah, I mean, the the whole the whole Eastern. I think the whole NBA is going to be bananas already if it isn't. They're just going to be everyone's going to be trading because the salary cap. They don't know what to do with all this money. Um, it kind of opens up all these opportunities, uh, like a Durant going to GSW. But there's not uh, there's not enough talent. Uh, yet to disperse amount um, like you would have to remove Anthony Davis from his team to build another super team like that or uh, yeah right which is not going to happen anytime too soon yeah there's no that there's no that one pl- I think Anthony Davis is that only player um, I can think of that as good as Durant could be or if not you know Carl Anthony Towns has a prospect of being basically the next <laughs> Anthony Davis if he isn't already you know so. Uh, yeah, talking to big men there that so get slaughtered in. Let's, let's move know. to that next deal uh, real quick. Sixers traded their uh, third pick. Uh, mainly, wait, no. Celtics gave up on the first pick and gave the mm-hmm. third pick to the Jesus. 76ers because they didn't like Markel Feltz and they want Josh Jackson, I think, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't completely understand the rationale behind this one either, but... I mean, everyone's on the Sixers side is saying all their fans are saying the process is now complete. They're coming next year with all the young talent. If it gets stay healthy, you know, Simmons, Embiid, probably Markel Faltier, Darich, and whoever else there. So, um, I think it's a good deal on the Sixers end. I don't really completely understand what what the Celtics. I guess just because they didn't. I mean, we were talking about on on recent bites. We were we were mentioning them. Uh, I think we did one for the dreads lottery, right? When they got that number one, you weren't uh, feeling too good about that, of course. But um, no, 
I was saying at that point that they might be they should be open to potentially trading it for you know one of these Jimmy Butler type deals or a player like that, but just trading down like this, I don't completely. Uh, what what do you think the rationale is there, Padnam? There's a point where. I mean, I think there's a, not a limit, but it gets kind of ridiculous getting all these picks, right? Um, if you keep on getting picks, it's the same rationale with the process of uh, um, whatever. What was it, do 76ers GM's name now? I forgot. I don't remember either, but... Um, let's, just call, yeah. let's just call him Higgins. I don't know. <laughs> Higgins. <laughs> Higgins. Um, you know, collecting all these draft picks, you're already they're already in good position to being the number one seed unexpectedly. Um, now you it's have Brian uh, Brian Colangelo, by the way. Huh? Brian Colangelo. No, Brian Colangelo is the current one, the one that left uh, all those. Oh, you're talking about Hinky. Hinky, yeah, I was close. Higgins. Hinky. Oh, he, yeah, he was the. Okay, I didn't know that's what you were saying. Yeah, I couldn't remember the current one. Yeah, I knew Hinky was the process guy. Yes, yeah, so I'm Hinky. Yeah, so Hinky. Uh, collected all these picks and didn't turn to fortune. Danny Ainge is better at this. He turned them to a number one team uh, with a lot of picks and just combined, and not really a superstar. Isaiah Thomas is eh, borderline superstar, right? Um, right. I think I think the Celtics will make an offer, several offers, if they haven't already. But I don't think uh, Paul George is looking to go to Boston. I don't think if Jimmy Butler no. just turned down Cleveland. Why is he going to go to Boston? You know, like I. Yeah, I don't know. They might. So you're saying they might come up short on anyone big here? Yeah, I mean, I think the NBA. It's not collusion completely, but I think most of the NBA just feels like, okay, you're number one already. What What am I going to gain from helping you? You know, there's Marcus Smart. Not everyone's yeah. going after him. Every badly, he's a solid player, but there's no gotta get player now. Isaiah Thomas is in question of how well he can play out a long extension if they sign him. Uh, his hip injury, uh, what's his name? The guy from Syracuse, Johnny Flynn, he had that. He he never made it back to the NBA, so who knows? Well, he was never good like Thomas was to begin with but in the NBA. But, yeah. Well, Thomas started off like probably similar to Johnny Flynn, but then exploded after, uh, after a couple of seasons. No, what? I mean, his early career on the Kings, at least, he was getting... Oh, yeah, he was 20. No, I, I take that back. Yeah, he was, He was like, averaging 20. He was... Him and yeah. Bookie were their future. Not like he did this past year. That was his big breakout year. Right. This right. past year or two, but... um, But, yeah, well, I don't know, Padnam. The uh, NBA is a 24-hour, uh, seven days a week, 365 days a year news cycle now and people are saying that the off season is more exciting than the on season also known as the season and the postseason. so i want to do a little cross real quick before we go uh, wrap this okay. up um is the nba getting more it, is the nba getting covered more than the nfl is it it has it eclipsed that point yet i would not say that um i mean right now is a huge week for the nba with the draft finals just ended draft coming up in two days so more people are talking NBA now than NFL overall from a, a year-round perspective I, I would still say the NFL gets more news stories um, but it, it could be I mean the the gap could be getting uh, smaller here and I mean I'd be one to say that um, the Warriors being so dominant could be bad for the league because because it makes up uh, regular season and 
playoffs not as good, but I guess, I mean, it's still got high ratings, some of the highest ratings. Maybe it is good for the league. I don't, from an outsider's interest standpoint, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah it could be uh, NBA is really having a, a moment. I, I mean, I, what would you credit to? Uh, I, I think it's social media. At NBA and social media game it, yeah. is is so much better than NFLs and NFL has just been getting bad PR for the past couple of years. You know, with their players punching with Goodell and everything, of course, too. Yeah, uh, and you know, uh, Spygate or whatever. You know, Inflate Gate, Deflate Gate, all that stuff is really yeah. compared to NBA stuff. Like even the storyline you mentioned earlier, D'Angelo Russell. Putting out that video, I mean that. <laughs> right. That, that's. Still I mean, like, there's there are way less players in the NBA, so not as not as much opportunity for uh, stories. But also, I, I will also say that you know I'm a big NFL fan. Obviously, gotta listen to Mister Relevant, You know, on Brooklyn. It's a good plug. Here. It's a good plug. But uh, but to me, the the main difference for me personally, and I think it could be for a lot of people. Why the NFL is just held up with such high regard, why it's get so exciting, is because it's like literally a weekly event. I know they have the Thursday games now and whatever, whatever, but that NFL Sunday, that, you know, 16 games a year, that whole thing, that, I mean, that really helps. And even if we compare it to baseball or something, they're just playing half the year, not as many games with basketball, but still a lot of games, right. a lot of these regular season games mean nothing. I mean, look what the Cavs did all year. Regular season didn't really matter at all to them. NFL, it's just not going to be the case ever. So you know, regular season is very important. So, I that that's I would say um, that's why it, it has the NFL is an advantage from that standpoint to me. But you're, it's a good point about the social media. NBA is definitely doing the best work in that regard. And I don't know what I mean. Adam Silver is when he came in, he was like universally popular. A couple of things happened. Maybe he's not like 100 percent anymore in people's view, but still he. Compared to like Roger Goodell or something, he seems to be running a better league. So, you know, um, we'll see. But NBA, yeah, yeah, Gotta NBA. Well, uh, I mean, the last point I would say is, uh, and you know, I'm just a little better still about the Cavs. So, you know, it's it's hard for me right now. But well, you got your tribe, right? They're doing all right. That's right. I love love the tribe, baby. They're right. They're just getting into the group, so I have that to fall back back on. Definitely. Yeah, you got that, and uh, you got Cleveland offseason to see if they'll do anything. And uh, you got summer and, I guess, beers? Be- summer right. beer? Summer beer? That's right. Some Drinking chan- vodka soda right now. But, yeah, I got summer beer. And then now you have D'Angelo Russell, so. I got D. No, I mean, D. Russell's awesome, but I got the Miles God. I think I think, I think, think I might break my rule. You got to pray to. Yeah. You got a room protection, baby. Yeah, man. I might break my rule of getting individualized jerseys and getting a Miles God jersey. It might be time for that. It might be just time for that. It might be. I don't know. Well, you know what time it is now. It's, uh, well, game in progress. L.A. Dodgers beating up on my Mets. What else mm-hmm. is new? Uh,. Yeah, they'll do it for this bite. Uh, check us out uh, at Brooklyn Rebound on Twitter. Uh, rate us on the iTunes. And I think, did uh, Pod Boys Production do something today or yesterday, Padre? Did we release something, uh, some product? Oh, I think so, yeah. I mean, well, if you uh, if you just look up Voices in Your Head, uh, you know, you could just Google it, Voices in Your Head podcast. It should come right up there. And uh, you can listen to our, our fairly new podcast with our boy Aaron Rosen, great comedian. Hey, Rom. He does them voices. So, and uh, we also 
with him do a little uh, President Pod. He also you know, portrays President Pod Trump on uh, our Trump Takeover Pod, which should be coming out on its own feed just in a matter of days here, very soon. But uh, you can look up a preview episode of that right now with uh, Aaron and uh, special guest, uh, special guest Dave Cyrus. Dave Cyrus, you uh, killed it on that podcast. That's uh, right, dude. Little Alex Jones, so it's all good stuff there. Some guy cut me off, uh, cut me and uh, Pod Jen off uh, while I was driving. And the back back of the SUV or truck, it said Infowars.com. I was like, fuck you, Alex Jones. Damn you. Check it out. Bigger than those claiming that you pack heat, but you're scared to hold. And with the smoke clears, you'll be left with one and you don't. 13 years in the projects, my mentality is what, kid? You talk a good one, but you don't want it. Sometimes I wonder, do I deserve to live? Or am I going to burn the hell for all the things I did? No time to dwell on that, cause my brain reacts. Front if you want, kid, lay on your back. I don't fake jazz, kid, you know I bring it to your life. Stay in a child's place, kid, you out of line. Criminal mind, thirsty for recognition. I'm sipping. EMJ got my mind flipping. I'm bucking. Digging my was out of hope for hustling. Get that loot, kid, you know my function. As long as I'm alive, I'm alive, illegal. And once I get on them, I put on all my people's React quicks for lyrics like Max. I hit your dome up when I roll up the beak or sleep because of free. Sunny shook. This ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. They shook. This ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. 
scared to death and scared to look. They shook, cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. They shook, cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Living the life that comes with guns. So numerous ways you can choose to earn funds. Some